Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quick warning before you listen to this podcast, it contains some sensitive conversation, including discussions about suicide. If this is something that you do not want to listen to, please select one of our other awesome podcasts and listen to that instead. Thank you. Are you serious? So this is How to Kill an Hour. There's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. You're about to kill some time with us. Before I introduce myself formally, I want to remind you that you can go to www.howtokillanhour.com forward slash podcast and you'll be able to check out our podcast on any device. So if you're listening on an Apple MacBook Pro, on a Windows computer, on a Google Pixel, on an iPhone, whatever, go to howtokillanhour.com forward slash podcast and it will work. All podcasts as well, because sometimes I say podcasts, sometimes I say podcasts. So, hey, we made both of those links work too. Uh, so, on today's show, I'd like to welcome Alex Manzi. Amongst many things, you are a motivational speaker, an author, and a social media guru, right? So, I think we're going to cover loads of those things. Yeah, we That's fair to call you a guru. When I said that, you looked at me like, Meh. you know what yeah, you're doing when it comes weird. to social yeah, media, don't you? Things, yeah, a couple of things, yeah. Uh, but first things first, Alex, uh, how, you, how do you like to kill time? Oh, mate, this is a very good question. Um, and there's so many answers. But what I've realized very recently is taking long walks and reading my book. Nice. Yeah, man. Nice. That's the one. Reading your own book? <laughs> no, no, no. One day, one day. Yeah, yeah. Book, yeah. yeah, one yeah, day. yeah. Even though um, I don't think I'd read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, walking along, what are you doing? Just reading my book. <laughs> yeah, not at the same time. Yeah, like, yeah, go for yeah. a long walk, then stop and read the book. I was gonna, oh, my next question was going to be, how do you not <laughs> step in dog poo <laughs> no, no. when you're when Not you're when I walk along the, the canal. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fall in. Yeah. Um, so you like to go for long walks? Yeah, that's like a really recent, like, last three, four weeks. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I've just, I just needed the time. Yeah. I'm going to go super deep straight away here. Go, like, let's, let's go, go straight let's in. go. Might as well dive. dive, deep dive. So like, I just realized that life is very consuming mm. <laughs> and I was very aware of this. And like, so basically the backstory to this is I went to Japan in February, mm-hmm. no, March for a month, came back and it's like great when you're away because you've got freedom of whatever you want to do. You've got like zero decisions to make other than making sure you get back to your hostel at the end of the night. Yeah. Do what you want in the day. Spent a month out there, best time ever. I came back and I was like, oh, damn, like, podcast, freelance work, mm. uh, well, uh, writing, writing yeah. booking guests, uh, coaching work. I was like, I, can't, I, I don't know how I'm going to get back. It, like, I don't know how I'm going to do it all. Mm. And I was really struggling to, like, get back into that process. And I was being, like, over analytical with myself and, like, just overthinking everything and trying to force things. And I took a decision a few weeks ago to just like, actually, let me just step away from everything for a week. Let me just take a step out of all of it. Like, I don't need to stress about work and money right now, freelance stuff. I don't need to record any podcasts. I've got something in the can. I don't need to be writing. I don't need to be posting on social media. I don't need to be getting on the phone for like coaching clients. Let me just take a week away from all of it. But most importantly, allow myself to have that time away from it. And don't like, um, this is so deep, so early, sorry. Um, no, and don't like bring on that guilt that we get you know it's like if you don't do anything for half a day you're like oh my god I should be doing something like, mm. take that guilt out of it and just let myself enjoy the time I have luckily it was the week where we had pretty good weather so walks in the park and sitting and reading the book was the thing to do mm. um, and I was just like do you know what all in all like everything I've been through in my life that right there that's living that yes. is living right yes. there yes like, honestly it's mad it's so underrated going for a walk Finding a nice environment to chill in, 
sitting down, maybe having a cup of tea or coffee, maybe not. And just spending some time just taking it in. Like that's, that's, I mean, you're, uh, 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 had a lot more experience in kind of meditation and things that even mm. for me going for a walk, just walking for half an hour down a canal, maybe finding somewhere nice and chilling there for 10 minutes and then I'm walking back. Mm. That for me is probably some of the most peaceful. Yeah. Moment. Those are some of the most peaceful moments in, in my life at yeah. the moment. So. And they're, they're the moments, like I said, that is living. That yeah. is like, that is existing to its absolute core. Mm. Like, that's what animals do. They just wander around all yeah. day, yeah. stop for a bit, walk around a bit more. Yeah. That is like pure like living. Yeah. But we don't allow ourselves that time. We make ourselves feel bad for thinking, oh, I've got loads of work to do. I'm going to go for a uh, 45-minute walk. Yeah. I can't do that. I've got loads yeah. of work to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get like guilt. It's like FOMO, but it's not fear of missing out on social activities. It's fear of missing out on advancing yeah, in work. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, why? I don't know, but I feel like we'll get closer to the answer to that. Because um, one thing that I didn't mention at the start of this podcast is that you have your own podcast, the yes. Dreamer's Disease podcast. Um, I'd love you to explain to our listener what that's all about and how it came together, because I've listened to it, yeah. but I think you're the best person <laughs> to describe it right now. So the idea of the podcast is um, whether it's a, interview of someone inspirational to hear their kind of story their journey what helps them get through their kind of day-to-day their struggles Mm -hmm. the ups and downs of life how they kind of deal with it or whether it's discussing an everyday topic like the listener will take something hopefully take something that they can use and adapt for their life for something positive to make a positive change Mm -hmm. that's the kind of whole purpose of the podcast so it's split into two elements there's interviews as i mentioned and then there's the in focus sessions, which is where I will talk about one specific topic and give my kind of experience on it. So that might be dealing with burnout. That might be anxiety. It might be meditation. It might be you know a, an array of things. So it's it's about helping people understand different things within you know life and you know whatever it is and how to like just garner a kind of I used to call it like a positive mindset, but I'm starting to understand it's something beyond that which again we won't dive straight into that because it's way too deep um and it's just about having that level of consciousness and freedom of thought like as much as possible and it's about trying to tap into how other people do it and hear their stories but also just like just have a dope conversation with someone for an hour to be honest nice nice and what's what's good about the dreamers diseases i feel like specifically to you what makes it different is that you're not the kind of person that says you're at the end of the journey. Oh, mate, it's like a learning experience and throughout the podcast and throughout experiencing your output, you're sharing your journey. So it's like as by following the dreamer's disease, we're kind of taking part of that journey and learning with you as you go along. Is that an intentional thing? Is that, was that? I think uh, to start with, it wasn't, to be honest. And it's really interesting because I'm about four weeks out from releasing my hundredth episode. Yeah. And I'm going to do a, so episode 50, I kind of did like my story, my journey. Yeah. So episode 100, I'm going to do like my learnings. And I've been thinking about the kind of concepts that I want to talk about and the kind of things. And one of them was that I started the podcast for me. I didn't realize it at the time, but I started the podcast for me, for me to learn, for me to continue my journey, to continue developing and to come to a realization that there is no end. There is, it is a continuous ongoing journey, but also like not to focus on the journey itself because the journey only ever happens now in this present moment. It's not happening yesterday. It's not happening in five minutes. It's not happening tomorrow. It's happening now. Yeah. So it's about fully, totally understanding that. And that's kind of like where I've got to is like h- hearing everyone's story. You might see someone and you go, oh my God, I can't believe this person. Uh, most recent interviews with a girl called Samantha Maria, YouTuber. She's got two and a half million subscribers online, mm-hmm. followers, whatever you want to call them. So, like, oh my gosh, she's got two and a half million followers. But when you talk to her, she's like, oh yeah, when I used to just have like a million followers, like she's like really like it's just it's the, it's not even a, a thing to her because it's just where she is at yeah. that moment. Yeah. And in two years' time, she might have ten million. Probably. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. so it's like it's not. There's not like a. She's not creating stuff or doing stuff. I want to get to two and a half million followers and then that's it. Mm. If I said to you, like, oh, cool, you're going to get to, um, you're over 300 episodes, but like, you're going to get to episode 350 or 400 and Mm. then that's it. You'd be like, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Even if I said to you at the beginning, get to 100 episodes and then you've got to stop. You'd get to episode 99, you'd be like, no, I want to do more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why? We don't have to put limit on things and that doesn't just go with like, stuff like this creative stuff that just goes with life in general and also like thinking and consciousness like we don't have to put a limit on things because mm. it just creates a smaller box and 
you know you end up like narrowing your 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 view on things mm. it sounds like a very enlightened bit of 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 mindset that you just put on me and i think that that is something that you're definitely about but you said you didn't want to deep dive on this but positive mindset let's yeah. let's let's deep dive in it man let's go yeah. for it bro we've got time to kill so uh, like so let's go what, what is a beyond positive mindset so like oh, i mean this is something that i'm forever kind of learning like and it's interesting because i literally was on a coaching course yesterday yeah um put on by my mentor john dashfield and it was the whole conversation for it was a day it was 9 a.m to 5 p.m a whole day of talking about consciousness and beyond consciousness and awareness wow. and like super deep spiritual kind of chat that i'm so into <laughs> that i'm so into it i was in i was i was locked in i was not the sh- i was just in the conversation yeah and um so it's one of the things that i always used to to, to say was like, oh create a positive mindset like, th- like the ebook that i wrote that i put at the end of the year was like practices to help you create and maintain a positive mindset for yourself but what i've become come to realize is that there's something beyond that. Like, as I said before, like that's putting a limit on it. Why does a positive mindset or a negative mindset, why is that the limit of the way your mindset can be? Like, it doesn't have to be that. You're mm. already setting a boundary. Mm. So it's like, what's beyond that? And for me, like, people used to say like, oh my God, you're, you're so positive. Why are you always positive? Because I just like to put a positive spin on things. If something goes bad, I'll go, oh, it could be worse. That could have happened. Or mm. like, oh, you know, at least that happened. Mm. like that's just how it is and that's how I fell into this thing of positive mindset positive mindset but I'm realising there's way beyond that like there is like right now oh this is where it's going to get deep okay so let's go so listener take your cup of tea (laughs) get ready cross your legs listen listen in like right now as I'm talking right there is an intelligence in our bodies your bodies Bill's body that we don't understand like scientists will try and tell you right now how my mind is telling my mouth to speak and a noise is coming out that you understand. But realistically, no one understands it. No one actually understands the physical, like, how that is happening. Like, the, like so there, there is something beyond what we understand already. The same way, you know, like they'll say like a dog can sense fear. Like animals can pick up on a higher vibration that we can't before we can. And you might say, oh yeah, but... What about body language? Is like micro body language that we subconsciously pick up on, but it's like before that, like if I'm looking at a dog, a dog doesn't necessarily know I'm a human being. It just sees me as like another living creature, mm. but it can sense something in me. So it can't be able to pick up my body language because it doesn't understand what my body is. But it barely understands its own body probably, you know? Mm. So it's like there's something beyond all of that that we just don't understand. And that is the top level like infinite level of everything that we we experience and that we exist in told you this is going to get no you. i'm, I'm with you make i'm with you i'm with you i think like you, i mean feel free to, to rein me in but like or pull me back in the right direction so for example with dogs there's many clear scientific documentations and people that own dogs yeah that warn them when they're about to have a fit yeah minutes before Exactly. any sort of medical device could have I don't think there is a device exactly. otherwise that person would own it but there is a do- there are people yeah. that are epileptic that their dog comes up to them and does a specific thing like puts their paw on yeah. them a lot or whatever and they go alright I'm going to have a fit soon Yeah, let me go and find a suitable place to have my fit and that, that is an actual thing that exists you know I'm not pulling that out thin air, and, there are, and there are also dogs that you know will alert other people or tend to their owner yeah. and, and stuff in a way to kind of try and soothe them before and during and after their fear yeah. as well um, and a lot of people when they ask me about religion I, I like to think that there's a lot of things that we are not aware of and we don't understand yet and I'm I'm comfortable with my ignorance I say this a lot mm. of people I like not knowing yeah. um, and I think that there's always going to be a level way beyond when I'm not around like that we don't understand but mm. it is interesting trying to learn bits and understand yeah. bits as we go so yeah I'm, I'm with you on that man let's, yeah let's keep going yeah. do you know what the, the, that's what I find really interesting is being comfortable in the not knowing yeah. like, that's where we have to find comfort because as human beings like we need an explanation for everything, everything like, yeah. I need to know how my iPhone works yeah. I need to know that yeah. when I press this thing that this yeah. thing's going to happen mm-hmm. I need to know that when I you know I, I, here's another really good example right I've just this has just completely just come to me because we were discussing it on this course yesterday there's certain things that we do as human beings that we can't we don't control right. our breathing mm-hmm. it just happens mm-hmm. I don't sit here thinking about breathing or trying to breathe if I did I'd probably mess dead. it up yeah you'd be dead <laughs> my, my heartbeat <laughs> yeah digestion yeah like yes I'll eat food and I know when I'm hungry and I'll eat it mm. but I don't sit there and think about how I'm going to digest it these things just they happen mm. and they were always going to happen 
no matter what until you know the end of our human existence or whatever mm. so it's like there is something behind it all that is making all of this stuff work <laughs> that we just don't get and it's mm. like the, the dog thing was a great example the one that you used and the one we used yesterday was horses um, I didn't know this until yesterday but apparently horses if you're feeling stressed and tense oh, yeah. they won't come near you but mm -hmm. if you're super calm they, they'll come over to you because yeah. they, they pick up some kind of you know and it's hard because you you can't put words on it because words can't describe it because we don't understand it but they pick up on some kind of vibrational mm -hmm. existence within us or something mm -hmm. and it's like we we have no idea about that stuff but another animal another creature can pick up on it dogs have a greater sense of smell that doesn't mean that like smell is not correct for us or it's, it's correct for them mm. it's just they have a greater sense of it they have more of whatever it is that allows them to pick up a bigger sense of it and it's mm. just like there's just so much out there that we just don't we will never never we'll never understand we'll never fully understand it yeah like scientists are trying to work out the big bang by building a massive tunnel under switzerland and smashing atoms together and it's like they still can't figure it out because yeah. there's there's something happened yeah that we will never ever know yeah well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll find get a bit closer, but I don't. I, I, I don't think we'll ever hundred percent yeah. know. But if there's a, a reasonable idea, and then what's yeah. what's what's the stuff that's out there that's keeping all of this stuff going? Like, Who what's, knows? do you know what I mean? Who it's knows, just like yeah. it's mad. When There'll always be another question. There'll always be another question. I think it's like if we got to the edge of the universe as it exists right now, yeah. we'd want to know what's what's a bit further on. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, but there is something further. Yeah, on. yeah, exactly. There is, yeah. And there is, and it's just like, yeah. and, but we can't comprehend it. Yeah, and that's why, as humans, we then we put things in, in labels yeah. and we yeah. put things in boxes mm -hmm. and we put things in feelings and thoughts and we, you know, uh, we, <laughs> you know what I was saying about you don't control your breathing and you, you know your heartbeat just goes by itself yeah. but for some reason we have the power to think about our thinking mm. and we do that a lot. Like, we don't have to. Like, it does it itself. Mm. Like, our brain works by itself. Yeah. Thoughts happen by themselves. It's only when we get caught up in those thoughts, and this is a lot of stuff that I coach, it's only when we get caught up in our thoughts and the feelings that come attached to a thought that we then start to create more thoughts. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you're fully, fully present in a moment, like in something, be it playing football, be it, you know, walking along the canal, like when you have those moments where there's zero thought, you don't even realise you're in it. It's only when you start to think, oh, I'm not really thinking. Oh, shit, now I'm thinking. <laughs> like, oh, now I'm thinking about the thinking. Yeah, yeah. And how the thinking, thinking, and it's just like, that's how we go about our everyday lives. We just constantly put our thoughts in kind of like a uh, washing machine. Like mm. We throw the thoughts in, we keep throwing them in, we let them just spin round and round and round in mm. our heads until it gets out of control and then it breaks and we go, oh, I don't know what happened. Yeah, so what techniques do you use to keep that that washing machine empty then like so. I mean so again like techniques is something that I've 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 implemented certain practices in my life that I wouldn't say are techniques but they work for me in okay. terms of m me being more present so like those moments I was talking about where you just you have clarity you're not thinking you're just doing so one of those things for me is just being in the gym working out like I literally when I'm working out I'm just totally focused on whatever it is I'm doing and whatever it is I'm listening to uh, reading is another one like you just you're in I'm, I'm reading the book I'm not necessarily thinking about it, which I used to I used to think about the book I used to read I used to go oh, I can't remember what I just read I'm going to have to read that page again <laughs> and I read it again and go yeah I still can't remember what I just read I'm thinking about the page too much I'm going to have to read it again mm. whereas now I can just be in a book and read it and not worry about whether I'm taking it in or not I just get through the book and I used to be someone who religiously underline stuff sometimes I still do if something pops out to me especially I'll underline it but when you're trying to underline stuff in a book you're using a different part of your brain and I'm not you know a scientist or whateverist but you're not you're not taking in the information you're looking for it, for what you like rather than just letting the information come in so yeah anyway reading meditating exercise and there's a whole host of things that like you can be present in any moment you can you can it's not about being present. It's about living in the presence. Being present is an action <laughs> that you're trying to do something. Mm. Living in the present is when you're just living and existing and you're just, you're unaware of it until you become aware of it, which is then the problem <laughs> because then you're thinking about being aware of it and you see how it kind of all ties together. So thinking less about thinking. Just, yeah, like, we don't, <laughs> like realistically, I, 
I believe we don't have to think. Like we will think, thoughts are always going to generate. Like we could sit here right now, take a deep breath, breathe back out, and a thought's going to pop in your head. A random thought. It mm. could be about what you had for dinner yesterday. It could be about the last person who messaged you. It could be about how long we got left on the podcast. Like whatever, it will, it will, it will come. Like mm. you, can't, you can't deny that. But trying to then think about that thought that we just had instead of letting the next thought come in behind it, we, we, we sort of create like a traffic jam of thoughts instead of just like letting the traffic flow. Yeah, yeah. I feel like by moving around and doing stuff with my body, it helps for me to get into a moment where I've got less in this washing machine going around. I think yeah. If I'm doing something physical, like you said, working out or walking or if I'm just doing something simple with my hands, yeah. I don't know. Could be just Have you got any clothes. like specific like mindfulness practice? And I, I, I hate to call them like practices, but like, like you said, the specific things that you n- you notice I think yeah th- you're in those yeah I think I think things like walking I think I've, we said this a few times so yeah. th- and we spoke about it before the podcast walking I didn't realise like people I, I used to be like I don't meditate but I realised by going for a walk or wh- I work out first thing in the morning mm. so I wake up quite early mm-hmm. work out and then when I'm leaving the gym and I say bye to the person at the reception I realise three hours have passed in my day and I've not said a word yeah. and I've just not thought about anything apart from just lifting Mate. some weights, doing some breathing. On that note, the maddest thing, it's what, it's two o'clock now. Yeah. You and Bill are the first people I've had a conversation with today. Wow. Literally the first people I've had a conversation with. Okay. So it's just been, just been doing stuff, just going through, like haven't, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I get what you mean when you say it, get, you get three hours into your day yeah. and it's like you haven't spoken to anyone. Yeah. And it's like, you're not, because you, I've not had to have any conversation or anything. I'm kind of, I'm within myself. Yeah. And then, because I'm just, I'm physically moving around. You know, walk, yeah. might be a walk. Um, sometimes I even walk to the gym, work out, and then walk back. I might listen to an audio book on yeah. the way there, but I might not. I might just walk along, and then it, you can kind of just get lost in your thoughts. And because I've done the gym routine so many times, done the walks so many times, I don't even have to think about: Am I going to go left or right? Do I need to do this exercise? So sometimes I can find myself zoning out. Mm. Say, for example, waking up at five thirty, and then at eight thirty, I'm like, where? where have those three hours gone and those are the moments I've realised that I've actually got closer to those experiences but I I wasn't aware of it at the time so uh, in short yeah going to the gym going for a walk that's when I get to those that's when I get to those kind of moments other than that I've got a very active mind yeah Yeah. I do too and I'm not saying I'm some sort of you know I know you use the word guru about social media I'm not some sort of guru like we all have those moments but it's about Rec- like if you can recognize that you're having those moments you're one step ahead of the game yeah. because the awareness of them is the first thing so three things I always talk about is recognizing accepting and then growing so the recognition is the first step of anything be it battling if you're an alcoholic the first thing you have to do is recognize that you're an alcoholic yeah okay for an example if you are having anxious thoughts or feelings you have to recognize you're having those feelings to then be able to move along the stages so once you're able to recognize something, so I, I you know, the, the weeks I had before taking myself out of everything and just living, as I said, I was so caught up in my own head and had so much anxiety and nervousness and fear, but I recognized it. Once I recognized it, the next step was then accepting it. And that acceptance was me going, okay, I know I'm having these feelings. That's cool. It's fine. I'm a human being. I'm allowed to have emotions and feelings. I know I'm having them. So right now what I'm going to do is I'm just going to accept that, accept that they're there and I'm just going to do more stuff in the kind of physical world and let the thoughts and the consciousness and everything just process itself. Because the brain figures itself out eventually. Like it always does. It's, it's like a super smart computer. More smart than the new MacBooks. It's super <laughs> smart. <laughs> we maybe won't go maybe not that. as pricey. <laughs> Less, well, <Bit> cheaper, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't know. What's the price of living? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's like yeah. the the brain always processes itself. So if you can have that level of acceptance, yeah. and I mean totally like accept, surrender to everything that you're feeling, you will then get the moments of clarity where you'll grow. Mm. And that, that's three really simple things that I coach about, that I'll talk about. That I, I always try and bring up on the podcast is like recognize, accept, and grow. Yeah, rag. rag there you go. Yeah. Give you a little methodology so there. Sounds, yeah. Doesn't sound, <laughs> cool, doesn't sound as cool, does it? Yeah, rag. Maybe I need to yeah. change the last one to something yeah. else. Yeah. Ram. Ram, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then I can battle up yeah. Apple. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to your coaching, what kind of people do you coach? What's your what's your uh So I am my ideal 
Okay. Ideal, um, uh, I hate the word client, but connection. Let's yeah. use connection. Yeah. I prefer that word. I am my ideal coaching connection because I'm a young guy, could be a girl, whatever, but I'm in my early 30s, could be mid-20s, could be, you know, that sort of millennial kind of age range. Mm-hmm. A lot of overthinking, a lot of processing goes on through my phone, through my life, through the work that I do, through the people that I meet, through relationships or potential relationships, through family, through like, so it's about me understanding those pressures that we have, that we go through and being able to help someone like work with them on it. And again, I'm not perfect. I never will be, never have been like, and that's just how it is. But what I'm trying to help people understand is this higher level of consciousness and this higher higher level of um acceptance and just getting into that process because once you can do it and once you can get into it and i'm telling you i've been there i've been in like the darkest of the darkest like in my life like the darkest and even like two months ago coming back from japan like i I, I, half of the problem was i was like oh my god i can't be in this state of mind not me like i'm the person who's trying to help people and Mm -hmm. and it was i was like creating a conflict within myself and that's another thing we do is we create conflict within ourselves. so and i'm going off a bit off topic here Mm -hmm. but but so like you have a feeling that you don't like what do you do what's your first thought I don't know. It depends on the feeling. I might think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, I'll have a good old think about it. And, and what might, are you thinking about it? I might try and think about a way to ignore it. Yeah. Or, or I, I, that really depends. I, I think usually if it's something I don't like, yeah. I try and get it out of my head. So what are, you, what are you doing by it. doing that? I don't know. What am I doing by doing that? You're thinking on top of it. Ah, yes. And that, and that right, thinking on top right. of it is creating a conflict. Right. Because you're saying I don't like this. I don't want it. I need to get rid of it. So straight away, you're throwing more thoughts and attachment and feeling at it and you're just creating like a friction within yourself and that friction builds and builds and builds and because that friction's there, you're still having the feeling that you don't like. So you're going, I really don't like this feeling and I really need to get rid of it and you create more of it and it's, again, it goes into the, the um, hypothetical washing machine. Okay. It goes round and round and round and the conflict is there and you, you build this conflict up within yourself by attaching yourself to this bad feeling. And the same mm. thing goes for a good feeling. We chase good things. We chase good feelings and it's exactly the same at the other end. We will go, I really love this. How do I get more of it? How do I do more of it? Oh, I'm not doing more of it now. How can I do more of it? And mm. you're creating a different kind of conflict. And then mm. you throw that into the hypothetical washing machine and that goes round and round. Okay. Is that why an impromptu night out is always the best? So you know, yeah. we just have like that random... Or, that f- yeah, go on. No, I'm going to say, even when you just do something without expectation. Yeah. Like you go somewhere and you have no idea what the event's going to be like, the party's going to be like, or you meet someone you have no idea what they're going to be like and you're like, oh, that was actually pretty cool. Some of my best days, yeah. some of my best experiences have just been, should we go out or should we do something? And yeah. then you go out and you just have, like you said, no expectation and it yeah. just, just makes for a great time. Yeah. Ah, thank you very much um, so yeah your ideal client is, is, is it, partner should we say is yourself yeah like someone in that kind of mould mm. um, feeling you know you might be feeling a bit lost you might be feeling a bit anxious you might have questions that you kind of want to answer about yourself you might have things that you know you're trying to deal with and trying to process and you don't understand for yourself you know all, mm. all places I've been in my life you might be someone creative who gets incredibly frustrated that you're not getting further so it's about all of that relinquishing all of that and going back to that thing of recognizing accepting and growing mm. and it's about working through that and getting yourself into a place where you you can begin to deal with it not and, and again it's not about going okay i'm going to give you these five tips of things that you can <laughs> do and these five things if you do them every day yeah. you're going to be fantastic yeah. it's, it's not about that it's about an understanding and helping people come to the realization of what that understanding is okay and it's unbelievable yeah, it's great. I mean, and this must feel quite a contrast to the w- the way you feel now. Must be a big contrast to the way that you felt during your darker times. Like, do you um, want to like how yeah. dark was it? Like, so, I mean, this is like, oh man, I struggle with the timeline to be honest. But it's like, I reckon seven years ago, maybe six. Let me work it out quickly. Six, yeah, six to seven years ago. Um, but this was this was this was the realization moment. Was six to seven years ago. It was a build-up of stuff of what I say. You know, it's like you go through your life, there's expectation on you, you go to school, you then go to college, you're then supposed to go to uni. I didn't go to uni, then get a job, and then you're supposed to move out, and you're supposed to have a girlfriend, and, and there's all this kind of expe- expectation within life, and it's like I was going through this life, and, exa- you know, all the boxes were getting ticked apart from the uni thing. 
all the boxes were getting ticked you know earning good money had my own car had a girlfriend like all this stuff was getting ticked but i was miserable and i, I couldn't figure it out and i didn't i didn't know it at the time that was all the thing is i didn't actually know it until i got to a point of recognizing it essentially and coming to a realization point and this is when i was with my ex-girlfriend um and basically we were in her room in a in a uh, parent's house and we were arguing about something as you know couples do you, you don't get on agree with everything, everything we were having some kind of debate i can't if this is how deep it was i don't even know what we were talking about <laughs> i really don't i can't even remember and she was sat at her dressing table looking into the mirror. I was sat on the edge of her bed behind her looking down at the floor. And we were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then she just turned around and she said, why aren't you saying anything? I looked up at her and she was like, why aren't you saying anything? Why aren't you saying anything? And that was the moment I realized that I was having the conversation in my own head. So she was saying stuff and I was answering it but not saying the words, but I hadn't realized that that's what I was doing. I was just so engrossed in my own mind, in my thoughts, in everything, in the feeling of it. And I just looked at her and she kept saying, why aren't you saying anything? Why aren't you saying anything? Why aren't you saying anything? Just like, she was like, I was obviously being rude <laughs> in yeah, the context yeah. of the situation, right? Hello. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I just looked at her and I just burst into tears, like just burst into tears. Straight away, her tone went like that. It changed. She came flying over to the bed and she was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Like, what's happened? I was just like, just crying i couldn't i couldn't physically say anything and my mind had just stopped and i couldn't say anything i was just crying and she was like what's what's up what's up what's up and i the only words i could get out was i don't feel like myself and that's all i could say i said it four or five times i don't feel like myself she's like what do you mean i was like I just don't feel like myself and, th and that was the tears were part relief <laughs> part fear part you know all of the emotions at once because it was the first time that not only had i said it out loud to someone I'd even said it to myself, like accepted it within myself or recognized it. And that from that moment and around this time, again, not realizing it, I was having suicidal thoughts. I was hating everything that I was doing. Like I didn't want to go out. I'd stay in. Even if I did go out, I'd be like a, I'd almost be like an Android, just like have the conversation but deep down inside, it was just like, fuck it, I don't want to be here. Like I just really don't want to be. And then I'd go home and I'd just feel miserable. Like even if I had like the best night ever and like mm. Snapchat was lit and like, yeah, it was popping on Insta, I'd, like go home and I'd just be miserable. And I just thought that was normal. I just thought it was a low, like off, off the back of the night or whatever. And I had all these feelings always going on. And basically it got to this moment with, with my ex and that was the moment where it was like, okay, this, this is what is happening. This is where I'm at. So the process after that was I went to a therapist for a little bit, which I didn't quite get on with, not like get on with in kind of like one on one kind of thing, but just it, it didn't feel like therapy was the right thing for me. So I, I went on my own journey of like trying to strip back everything. So I went back literally to basics, like, you know, when you're playing football and it's like you're, you're losing two nil and everyone's trying to too hard. And it's like, lads, we've got to go back to basics. It was like that. I literally back to the basics. OK, cool. Who am I? And that. This is where we, we. This is where it gets a bit iffy. But back then, this made sense because who am I? Is we can go on, onto this later. But like, that's a whole different question. Like the, the image of self. But at the time, it's like, okay, who am I? What do I represent? What do I like doing? What don't I like doing? Who do I like hanging out with? What are the things that make me tick? Like I couldn't. I didn't know the answer to these questions. I was so lost in my life. I could not answer those questions for myself. Looking at myself in the mirror, literally, like. I couldn't answer them and that was scary but again looking on the flip side of it I was like actually this is an opportunity for me to learn this stuff for myself so I went on a process of that proceeding not proceeding that following um, three four years of just going on that journey and out of the back of that came the podcast out of the back of that came so much other stuff where I am now so it's like to answer your question it was pretty pretty deep and pretty dark yeah man <laughs> yeah but, no, but, but you know you You've, thanks for sharing that with us, man. And and pleasure. And it's it's great to hear that you've managed to to find your way out of that and also help others along the way. Do you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people are. Uh, one thing that like, it took me a really and I by no way means no everything. All right, I'm the first to say it, but I think li little things that I've realised that work for me is that it's all right to have ups and downs, man. Mm. Like I, th I think for a while, for a long time, 
especially growing up it wasn't all right to be down yeah so, do you know what i mean and i know i'm oversimplifying yeah. the, these things but it, it's it's not so the fact that you know it's becoming something that is more discussed in the media now and is something that people are more uh, uh happy with sharing do you think that's a really positive yeah thing for, for this whole climate of conversation 100% because it's starting the conversation whether the conversation is going in the right direction is another thing yeah, yeah. because what we tend to believe again and it's the way that we've been raised through our lives just as human beings in mm. general not um, you know specifically our generation or whatever is that external factors create our feelings which isn't true our internal is what creates the external experience so that the excuse me the experience that we have is only created from ourselves so an example would be if you were to spill a cup of coffee on my leg right now burning hot I could be like oh fuck man fuck you doing like fuck mm-hmm. saying like, fucking blah, blah. or I could be like oh, don't worry about it don't worry about it yeah. so the fact that I can react differently to the exact same thing exact same external thing shows you it's not the external thing that creates the feeling it's about the feeling that comes from inside that creates how the external experience becomes mm. does that make sense yeah I understand so yeah it's like it's you react you using what's inside to affect you yeah. know to, to, to outside instead of being a you know taking control basically is what you're saying is taking a, you're taking a, a, some form of control over that situation yeah and it's only how you reflect on the inside yeah. dependent on how you then see the external world yeah. so again tying it back into that allowing that stream of consciousness and that level of something that we just I, I say consciousness but we don't know what it is it's just to kind of give mm-hmm. it a word like we don't understand that so to allow that to flow for us more, we, we, we open up a different experience of what we're seeing and what we're living because mm. we're not caught in this world of like, if someone spills a coffee on me, I must react angry, angrily. Mm. If someone hits me in the face, I must hit them back. It's mm. like we, we, we start to react to things differently. We start to see things differently. Yeah. There's, there's a, you realise that you might have spilled a coffee in my leg. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And don't and don't pour a coffee in your friend's no, leg if you're listening that. to don't try and like use as an example. Like, yeah, by the way, I heard this on a podcast. So <laughs> basically, I want to see how you react in it. Like, oh, so basically, you, you've got really angry. So like, that means that basically, you externally you are unhappy because of it. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it won't go down very well. Yeah, sorry. You're, you're, you're but yeah, it's yeah. the point being that we 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 live our lives in that yeah. kind of situation. So again, using the, the example of my life, good job, girlfriend, all that was ticked. That stuff surely equals happiness yeah. that's what we're always taught yeah surely that stuff equals happiness good hashtag money good times yeah yeah hashtag good times my life's popping on yeah. you know popping bottles in the club yeah. that's yeah. that surely that equals happiness no it didn't why because it's not that external thing that matters the thing that matters is the happiness the clarity the realization that all of that stuff that we we experience as living we can't create it. We can't make it happen. We can't be like, okay, I'm going to be happy. Like mm. happiness is a thing that exists within us and channels through us. We don't know how, we don't know why. That's how we experience living. And those things allow us to then live a, a life to get the good job, to, to do the rest of it. The rest of it comes outside for, of that. For real. For real. So suicidal thoughts, like what? What? What what are they like? What what are suicidal thoughts? Oh man, uh, standing on the train platform, thinking like, oh, if the train comes, if I jumped in front of it, is anyone going to care? Really? That's that's okay, one. That's or one. driving down the street, if I crash my car, fuck myself up. Fuck it. Well, what's the worst that will happen? Like, can I do that? And I'd probably be better off anyway if I was in a wheelchair. Wow. Or if I like that, them sort of things, and you're, they're, they're like a serious, a serious consider- consideration that you're going through in your life. So these aren't just glimpses of thoughts. These are like. In your mind, you're exploring these kind. Yeah, you're just like right. thinking about the option of it. You're like, but you know, I will go to say, thankfully, I was never in a place where I would have taken the action. Yeah. It was an exploratory thought, and obviously, people who do get themselves into those situations, most important thing you do is speak to someone, yeah. call someone, speak to someone, be it a friend, be it your your mum, your dad, be it a, a helpline. Just call someone. Like honestly, mm. reach out to anyone because that's not where you, you should be or no matter how you're feeling there's a way out of it um so for me they were the kind of things and it was like you just like you don't realize you're doing it that's it i didn't realize i just thought oh, maybe that's what everyone thinks standing on the edge of the platform like oh, if i chuck myself in front of this train 
is anyone going to care? Like you, <laughs> and it sounds mad. Like you just don't know any better because that's how you experience life. Mm. Wow. So you've. I mean, that's deep. Yeah, <laughs> that's I know. It's very like, deep. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, you know, would you say that kind of having an awareness of how that felt helps you to understand other people when you kind of. And I know you're not saying you know. You talk to me about if you have suicidal thoughts yeah, you yeah. say very clearly you know talk talk to a friend or something like that but does it help you when you talk to other people that are in places that aren't you know then they're not in there in a good way to kind of have had that experience yourself yeah because to to them. i think in the sense of like i understand where that moment is yeah but also what i now understand is that that is just a moment that's just a thought mm. that's all it is it's mm. a thought and that thought can change Okay. And if you don't attach yourself onto that thought and that feeling and put it in the hypothetical washing, washing machine, <laughs> that the thought will change. And mm. that's like the moment where everything changes. When mm. you when you really, truly, fully understand and recognize that, mm. that's where a lot changes. And, and the example we used on this coaching course yesterday is like when you wake up from a dream, no matter how intense the dream is, like no matter how scary it is, how exciting it is, no matter what feeling you're feeling, the moment you wake up or like the few seconds after, all of those feelings fall away mm. because you know that that was just thoughts. It wasn't real. But we, can't, we, we don't have that same acceptance and that same realisation over the thoughts that we're having every day in life. We, we chase them. We try to like yeah. make something of them instead of just actually just let that fall away. What's the next thought that's going to come along? Mm. Do you, how do you use technology to to one help you on your own personal journey and two to help you kind of spread your your word uh technology listening to podcasts in the gym oh yes love that that's like oh, man, that's my time podcasts and gym people yeah. are out there thinking i'm listening to 50 cent i'm I'm, <laughs> nah. I'm, I'm, I'm learning baby <laughs> when i'm when i'm doing a little dance around the gym that's yeah. because i'm liking what i'm listening to and it's someone's <laughs> voice <laughs> yeah um what pods um, are you listening to? So, obviously, Dreamers Disease. Yeah, yeah now, great um, podcast. So, the ones that I might go to, I've got like three or four go-tos. Uh, Lewis Howe's School of Greatness. Similar, much bigger than Dreamers Disease, but similar kind of inspirational people. Lots of very interesting conversations. Uh, Tim Ferriss. Yeah. Obviously, is one of the big dogs, but just fascinating guy. I was never really into his podcast, funnily enough, until I read Tools of Titans. Mm. you read that? I've not read that. I've read the four-hour work week okay. um, and I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss's podcast. I just don't... Tim, with all due respect, that intro music, is it still the oh, electronic techno stuff? Yeah, a lot of the yeah, that needs, that needs that, to man. go, bruv. Yeah. Tim, just let's get straight to you. We don't need the Tim Ferriss show. I don't need that, yeah, mate. Nah, straight to the pod. Let's get into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah I'm aware so I wasn't into him until I read Tools of Titans, yeah. which is like essentially the best bits of all the interviews from his best cool. uh, podcast interviews in the yeah. book. So yeah. sick. So I read that and I was like, okay, I need to so I started listening to the podcast more. Um, the Receipts. Yeah. Receipts. I love the Receipts. Great UK podcast. Love yeah. the Receipts. Like, honestly, that is like my favourite like <laughs> UK p- podcast. Like, so good. I love Great. it. I love them girls as well. It's just amazing. Um, then I listened to like a couple of football ones. Golazzo, which is like the Italian football podcast. Um, and then I've got some others that I kind of dip into, like Gary V. if I just need like a massive G-up motivation, like rocket up my ass. <laughs> like Gary V's the one. Uh, what else is there? Joe Rogan, if I just want to like listen to a stoner conversation with someone quite funny or interesting. Mm. Although I will say the interview he did with Tyson Fury after the Wilder fight is one of the best interviews I've ever heard. Okay, ever. I, need to, I need to listen to that. I've not listened to that episode. The way Tyson Fury talks about his situation and his ups and downs and his life is incredible. Mm-hmm. That is a great, great interview. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're probably the main ones, to be honest. Okay, cool. Didn't mention how to kill an hour, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to that this morning, to be fair. I was listening to the Jazzy Jess uh, interview. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that is, you know, that was. Uh, he's got a lot of knowledge, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's an authority sick. in the game, so yeah. Sick. All right, so podcast and and you know you used to have a club night, right? Yeah, that true. Yeah, yeah so you yeah back in the day into music and stuff like that. So do you still you still quite connected to music as well? Yeah, I am again now. Funnily enough, um, but yes, yeah, so I used to work for. So basically, I I used to work for one extra running their social media. And mm-hmm. um, before that, me and my friend back in 2010, we started a blog called We Are SME, and we used to use the blog called Music that we liked. And because we were so on it, 
we started to get a bit of a following and what we didn't realize at the time was a lot of that following was coming from people within the industry who were trying to find out who the next artists were going to be they were sort of checking our blog <laughs> um off the back of the blog after the first six months or nine months we started doing club nights so we started doing regular we, we were doing like a live version of what the blog represented basically um pretty cool we had like a live twitter feed so people tweeting at the night could see their tweets coming up we were giving out t-shirts like giving out mixtapes um see there's a social media guru bit coming out see that <laughs> live, a live tweet live screen yeah, yeah. yeah. So someone can take that because it doesn't exist anymore yeah, yeah. um yeah so we and, and then we kind of over time we developed or evolved the club night into it was already it was, originally it was called we are sme blog parties which is a bit of a mouthful and it was like volume one, volume two, volume. And it went up to like I think it got to like volume thirty nearly, mm-hmm. so like thirty events. But then we evolved it into a club night called Wonderlust, which was a bit more muso, a bit more similar kind of um, idea in terms of like the, the music. But what we really were interested in doing was bringing in a live guest, like an upcoming artist, and p- giving them a platform to to, to do their thing. Um, so yeah, anyway, off the back of the blog and stuff, I got the job at One Extra, uh, doing their social media. So I was very involved in, in music, obviously. From there, I was sitting on the playlist team, which is the team that decides what goes on the playlist. <laughs> um, and then since I left One Extra to go freelance, obviously to focus on like, the podcast and the coaching and stuff, yep. um, which was last or end of last August, mm-hmm. or middle of August, whenever it was, um, I've, I've disconnected myself from, almost disconnected from the music scene completely. Like just, again, I had to take myself out of it because I was, you know it's very in very amazing scene but also a lot of frustrations when you're working in a place like that with a lot of kind of different pressures and things so just disconnected from us so i listen to i still listen to like obviously like you know drill music and like keeping up to date with who's popping like hardy or whatever yeah. but your gun leans on point you know what i mean no, i wouldn't say that i do know the move. I wouldn't say it's on point there. I would not say it's on point um it's a bit rusty yeah yeah need some, need yeah. some wd-40 around yeah it does I basically started listening to like I just started listening to like more jazz. I started yeah. listening to like more just other stuff just that I like listening to. I didn't feel like I always had to be listening to like UK urban music to mm. stay on top of it. I just started listening to more stuff that I enjoyed. Mm. Led Zeppelin or like whatever, like Jimi Hendrix, like Yeah. So but but now I'm I'm yeah, starting to yeah, I think, it a bit. I think that's something that comes of age though, is just broadening your mind when it comes to music. I mean then there is so much music out there at yeah. the moment that I think it's great to consume new stuff, but some of the best music is the stuff that's still relevant now. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, so there's loads of music now that we love now, but yeah. you know, there's loads of tunes that are popping in the club right now, but next month we'll be sick of them. But there are still songs in the club that you hear week in, week out, that DJ always plays that are great. So mm-hmm. by going back in time, you're kind of getting the best of the best. Exactly. Man. Do you awesome. know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. You're listening to some Marvin Gaye. Yeah, man, yeah? Awesome. like that tune... You know, still sounds good. That, you know, sexual yeah. healing. Just a tune. Man, you know I've, I mean? I've got a playlist that me and a friend put together in Japan. Yeah. Of just like all of the jazz tunes that we were hearing. Okay. Over like a three, four day period. Like in every bar that we seem to go in there playing jazz music. So every right. time there's a good tune, me and her would Shazam the song. Okay. And we created a playlist out of the, out of the on, tunes. It's on Spotify. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what it is. There's secrets. Uh, oh, secrets. oh, I was just loading up my Spotify. Okay, okay, off okay mic. cool. All right, cool. Because it's this. I'll put it in the show description. Yeah. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, it's just it's just okay. the tunes, man. It's just because it's like it's a bit of a personal thing because it's right. like the memories Fair of like enough. not just us but like the group of people we were Fair with. Enough. Um, so it's just yes, it's this is some amazing like Aretha Franklin on there, like okay. just. Like bad tunes alright really, new stuff really well. upselling it and then just <laughs> not sharing Sorry, it with no, some things remain <laughs> private you know <laughs> <laughs> Fair, hey listen we're entitled to that man entitled to that um, but yeah so you, so jazz and Japan tell me more about it man was it was it what, what was why'd you go out there would you just talk let's go have, man, wait, have you been not been to Japan no. do you plan to of course I do yeah I think it's it would be I think western society doesn't doesn't highlight how important it is oh. to kind of go over and explore japan honestly you know what i mean i feel like we used i feel like we when i say we i feel like society kind of was a bit like looked down upon going over yeah but i think it's such why would you not go there why would you not experience the world but yeah go on you you go incredible place i I wanted to go straight back really i actually went for three weeks three weeks Three, three weeks but in my last day i decided to stay for an extra week so i ended up staying for four weeks it was that wow. good and it was just like there was a lot of elements to it in terms of like obviously you're traveling you're free you, you don't have to worry about, I wasn't worrying about work and yeah. you know money and because you're away and all that sort of stuff you're in kind of full on holiday mode 
but it's just an amazing country like the people are beautiful their um uh, what's the word i'm looking for not mannerisms their um you know, like the things they do just day culture. to day, culture, like mm -hmm. everything they do is just amazing. Like it's a beautiful place. It's just like, it's just incredible. It's peaceful as hell. Like it's just so slow paced and chilled and it's just incredible. And there's so much history there on top of all that. And just places to discover that you just didn't even know existed in Japan. Like unbelievable. Like okay. books like to Japan. To me, honestly, yeah. it was so good. Like, And I met some incredible people along the way. Like honestly, I've never done the whole backpacking thing like hostel thing um, but the reason I went is my mate Adam um, he was he's a freelance events manager and he was working on an event in Tokyo uh, for a week and he basically messaged me saying oh I've got the Tokyo job like what I'm thinking is like travelling around Japan for a few weeks afterwards he's like would you be up for it do you want to come with me and I was like yes like, he literally <laughs> didn't even ask me twice I was like yes yeah. like, when do we book the flights um, and then his his other friend Tamir came as well so it's three of us um, and I was a little bit apprehensive about the uh, hostel situation and staying in hostels because you hear some bad stuff like you know but I mean I've watched the films hostels uh, yeah so. <laughs> I mean I, I've got, I'll put it on paper it wasn't like that okay cool but um, everybody came back of all yeah, their body parts yeah yeah, yeah. alright cool um, so I was a little bit apprehensive just again my, in my own thinking about it rather than just going out there and doing it yeah so in the end I was like do you know what I'm chilled we'll book what we got a book let's go and do it and the hostels was the best thing we did because we met so many people in the hostels we met more people in the hostels than we did when we were out and about and we were people who are now friends like had wow. lunch with a couple of friends we met a couple of weeks ago got uh, another friend in Canada like uh, Dr. John who's still travelling who's from Australia like just people that we met that I now chat to very often which is incredible you've got a network got a worldwide network yeah. now it's growing dreamers disease yeah, spreading spread worldwide yeah, that's and also it. If, if so this was interesting as well while we were out there obviously I didn't want to stop the podcast so we we podcasted if that's a, a, the right term the whole trip nice. so if you go on to dreamers disease there's the travel diaries it's part one part two part three part four of our whole journey so you can hear everything we got up to what we did the experience and we were very honest and open and talking about the people we met the places we went so it's just quite a cool little thing for us to listen back to mm. but we got we had an amazing response to that so you just whipped out the mics as yeah, you were brought, out. i brought my mics with me my little recorder and just yeah. every now and then we'd sit down and record like all right boys what we've been up to i was talking to bill about us doing stuff like that because obviously we're doing quite a bit of traveling yeah. particular now and a lot of the stuff we do we recap afterwards but yeah. we've got the ways and means and the tech to kind of record Honestly, stuff in the field it was awesome man and nice. it was proper like I, we were releasing it as we were going so like mm. people were hearing about what we got up to in Osaka like two days after we left Osaka mm. it wasn't like a we were pre-recorded but it was like it was as live and people yeah. were seeing it on our instas or whatever so it was all there for people to see and experience as one kind of thing it was, nice yeah it was wicked awesome man awesome and what was the food situation like out there what kind of things did you oh, Japanese food man yeah it's just it's noodles it's sushi dumplings okonomiyaki it's just like they're uh, it's like a savoury pancake mm. but they put like it sounds disgusting when you describe it and it doesn't look particularly appealing but it's the most incredible thing I've ever eaten it's like a it's a massive savoury pancake and they put like veg in it and they put they might put chicken or whatever you want to have in it and you basically they 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 make it on a massive hot plate um, they, they chef it up on there they they serve it to you on the hot plate if you're sat at the counter and you get like a little mini tiny spatula to cut it up with and then just like shovel it in your mouth <laughs> or you can cut it with the spatula and then use chopsticks mm. um, that was amazing Oso, no, and what's it called okonomiyaki okonomiyaki I haven't, f I haven't explored the London options yet but okay. I'll report back when I do yeah but you know it's not going to taste as good it's not going to be the same but it's still like otherwise I have to try and make it myself which I'm not really looking forward to doing yeah fair enough fair enough um, so did you did you like bring back stuff from Japan what did you what did you bring back with you man uh, apart from tales of delicious food yeah. what f physical stuff or like yeah, but let's go for both man like, let's physic see, yeah. physical so I've got a thing wherever I go to a new country new place I always buy a magnet fridge magnet fridge magnet fair enough so I've got a magnet okay. <laughs> a couple magnets actually because we, we travelled about so I've got three or four magnets um, what's that? that I think physically that's literally the only stuff I bought but, oh football shirts that's another thing I do is I buy football shirts when I go to places <laughs> yeah it's um, one of my other things passions um, but yeah just, just in terms of coming back from Japan like I said when I got back from Japan my head was a mess because all of a sudden I had totally totally opened up my 
view on everything you know the consciousness of like completely open i thought i had it all like figured out like this is what i'm going to be doing got the podcast got the freelance work got the mm-hmm. coaching like this mm-hmm. is it i got back and i was just like oh damn there's way more to life than this stuff <laughs> like, way more to life than this stuff like and i'm stressing about this stuff like how can i what how what do i want to experience life how do i want to experience life and all these questions so mentally it changed a lot for me in a good way initially it was in a bad way because i was it's so in my head about it but in such a good way because it's just made me more aware of like that again going back to that consciousness and that awareness that we just don't we just we just not we just can't understand it it just mm-hmm. opened me up way more in 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 that sense which is which is great and also the experiences just change everything you know and the mm. people you meet like it's, it's mad what was it like coming back to the uk did you get a little bit you must have had some holiday blues yeah oh, massively totally like the first week was really hard 10 days probably even was really hard like trying to get motivated to do stuff again yeah so hard i was just like oh I just want to take my backpack and go somewhere again. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I kept thinking. I've actually um, done that before. I got back from E3 last year and then I went straight to Prague. Yeah, it was a little yeah. bit of work, but it felt like a holiday needed yeah, after. Mate, I mean, I booked, E3 was work as well, but I, yeah, I, was I, like, I, bu- I booked the flight within two weeks of being back home. Yeah. I can relate to that. I was just like, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to book it. I can relate to that. Um, it's like it's like taking the Monday off after a weekend away. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like coming yeah. back. Yeah, I don't want to go into work tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, but on the whole, like, yeah. incredible, man. Just like, yeah. yeah, just very blessed. I'm trying to now work out next year. How can I go and travel a bit more? I was going to say, what's next for you? Because the podcast, as you've, as you've described, can go with you wherever you are. So what's, Exactly, what's which, which was part of the the greatness, but also part of the problem was like, I now had this option of taking the podcast on the road and traveling the experience as I did it. And I was like, damn, can I do that? That's mm. a possibility. Mm. Shit, this changes everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It does. All of a sudden, it's not like, okay, I need to book a guest. It's like, I can take a backpack, I can hit the road, and mm-hmm. I can have a conversation with someone that I meet along the way. Exactly. And people are going to be into it. <laughs> exactly. I was like, damn, this is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, so me, like the next six months, I'm very focused on uh, up until the end of the year. Everything podcast, uh, the freelance contract that I've just got, um, coaching, um, the other podcast that I've got, football podcast, um, and then from January I'm going to explore options in terms of like the travel side of things. Mm-hmm. What you know, that, where can I balance the work and travel thing, mm-hmm. um, and looking more kind of at that. So that's yeah, fine. that's it, man. Cool. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And let, let, before we let you get out of here, let's talk about the Retro Football Shirt Podcast, yeah. man. <laughs> let's go. Oh, man. So you're into football shirts. What oh. an interesting niche. But uh, yeah, so tell us about the pod, man. Crack so, up. oh man, so, so as with everything, right, you know by doing this, like sometimes this can feel like proper work and proper. So you just sit there sometimes you think, oh man, what is the point? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like the podcast was always my... Um, release from those feelings within work and once the podcast got to that point where it's like actually i want to uphold a standard and this was part of the issue i was having recently and why i had to sit away from everything 
it was like it started to feel like work and the passion of just sitting down and having a fun conversation was kind of dwindling away slowly um so while i was still working at one extra me and my friend uche mutual friend of ours mm -hmm. um we would for whatever reason we would just talk about football shirts across the desk to each other i don't know why i think because i in last summer i was wearing football shirts quite a lot so we just always end up having conversations and someone in the office just turned around and said do you know what if you two recorded these conversations and turned it into a podcast it'd be really funny listen and me being me i was like ding yeah okay like literally the next day i'd had a, i'd made a logo I'd come <laughs> up with a name a concept for the podcast i said ooch i was like we we can do this this is going to be so good like it's just going to be so much fun just sitting around talking about football shirts like everyone loves football shirt like but if you're into football you love a football shirt there's a big there's a big like audience for it mm -hmm. people will like enjoy the conversations so like, let's just record one and see how it is and we went from there and we've kind of like built up um i think we're on like episode 20 something at the minute and we're kind of we're working with classic football shirts which is like the biggest football shirt website mm. kind of I'd, I'd like to say in the world probably i'm not actually sure but definitely in the uk and probably in europe and pro most probably in the world to be honest um they're like our kind of sponsors doug who runs classic football shirts is like a a, a guest on the podcasters kit man doug so he chimes mm. in when we want like expert advice on stuff because we really don't know what we're talking about <laughs> like, our thing our tagline is like crap facts and rubbish stats because mm. we mess stuff up we mm. don't actually know what we're talking about we're just fans yeah it's just like it's like if someone came here right now and brought the most high-tech camera in the world and put it there and said to you like would you think of this you're gonna know some stuff yeah you're not gonna know all the technical stuff yeah you're not gonna know the history of the company nah. that's kind of how we are with the football shirts but i will push all of the buttons on that camera yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course because <laughs> that's what you gotta do exactly yeah. so it's yeah. like it's yeah. a similar thing yeah, of yeah, like so. you're a fan yeah that's why you talk about we're yeah, a fan of football shirts. yeah that's what we, we're not experts mm. but that's what makes it funny because mm. like we get stuff wrong we got a funny email from a listener in madrid because uh, i used to always call out real madrid for like um their king buying their training ground and <laughs> basically putting money into yeah. the club and the guy just called me out saying that's completely wrong this is the actual facts of what it was and just sent this really long email and it was really funny so stuff like that's quite cool because yeah. we mess stuff up we get, it get a fact check once in a while but it's I all good fact check so. yeah oh nice yeah, yeah. Fun. yeah man it's, it's a great listen like it's um it's very different to dreamers disease yeah totally but it's it's just like you can just tell you guys are having yeah. a laugh that's, also, that's the like, main thing not all of my com conversations I have in life are about consciousness and about no they opening. all are no they all are if you ever meet Alex it's all he talks about it's all check <laughs> you know I mean? like, I'd, I'd yeah. probably spend more time talking about football it's yeah. just this is a way of living for me in terms yeah. of dreamers disease whereas like the the football thing is like a I mean they're both a passion but it's like yeah. a it's a different kind of passion yeah, yeah. who do you support? Arsenal ah oh, ha Friend of the show. <laughs> it's Man United supporter in here. But oh, we're in, uh, that. Yeah, we'll talk, talk about, about that. that. Where yeah. in Manchester are you from, Billy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is my football side I coming out. Do you know the answer to that, guys? <laughs> that's my football oh, side coming go. out. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's what I'm like on the pod, like, cuss everyone. But yeah. yeah, still waiting for that answer, Bill. <laughs> Greater Manchester, is it? No? Okay. No. <laughs> Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> right um, but yeah where can we find these podcasts where can we find Dreamers Disease um, on all the apps basically apart from Acast weirdly they took mm -hmm. it down I don't know oh, why. really yeah I don't know why mm -hmm. I don't know what happened there but I don't know anyway so apart yeah. from Acast if you just search Dreamers Disease on iTunes on mm -hmm. Spotify on Castbox on mm -hmm. blah, 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 you know all the kind yeah. of things same Retro Football Shirt Podcast yeah. search the name Retro Football Shirt Podcast and it'll come up on all platforms um terms of me i am alex manzi across all socials and that's where you'll find all the other stuff i suppose nice um including the ebook which is a very interesting read if i rewrote it it'd be completely different but it doesn't mean it's right or wrong it's mm. just i'm um, in a different space now in terms of my understanding but a lot of people have down i say a lot of people like hundreds of people shall we say have downloaded the ebook and fed back that they found it really helpful so if you want to get the ebook it's thedreamersdisease.co.uk forward slash ebook and it's called Daily Positive Practices to Help You Build and Maintain a Positive Mindset. Lovely, lovely. It's a good read. And it's filled with my experience and my story and practices that you can do for yourself. So I'm sure you'll be updating that shortly. Yeah. yeah. Look well, forward to the update. Hopefully something else coming. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, it'd be great. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks, thanks for having me, man. time with us, man. Uh, don't forget, howtokillanhour.com forward slash podcast is the link you need to go to if you want to listen to us 
via any device. So say you listen to this on your phone and you just want to listen to it on your computer. How to connect up on forward slash podcast or podcasts because sometimes I say cast and sometimes I say podcast. I don't know. Sometimes it's a plural, sometimes it isn't. But yeah, whatever. Go to either of those links and uh, you can get your hands on a pod. Thank you for killing some time with us. I've been Marcus Bronzy. You have been Alex Manzi. Yeah, cheers. Bless. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.